Welcome to Optimize Your Body with Martin Silva. I've got my boy Andrew Bond on the line again over there in New York. Um, yeah, so we're just going to go with the flow today, right, Drew? How you doing over there, mate? Good, man. Good. I'm. Uh, the weekend has arrived, so I'm looking forward to it. But uh, I'm in a little bitch today, actually, mate. It's been. Uh, I've been you know, there, mate. Really, really. No, exactly. <laughs> really, really, really productive week, and then this morning I've woken up in a foul mood. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know if you have days like that where you, nothing is wrong. You have a yeah. great, you know, your life been great for the full week. You've been super productive. Sure, man. And all of a sudden, I'm hating on everything, and I'm hating myself, and and all sorts. I don't know what's going wrong. That's it. Got out of the wrong the bed this morning for some reason. Yeah, but on the wrong side of the bed, and that's unusual for a Friday as well, isn't it? I, I get that as well, mate. It's like sometimes you just, well, stress about the stress about stupid things, isn't it? Sweat, yeah, sweat the small stuff. Had a yeah. solid sleep, you know? Got up yeah. and did a good training session, and all of a sudden I'm just down in the dumps, man. It's just a weird one. I don't know if the listeners get that as well, but... Uh, probably, we'll but probably just your time of the month, out. mate. I'm sure all the women will get it. It's probably just it's, your time I'm of the sure month. We do, we do get it, definitely, man. Men definitely get that time of the month, no 100%, doubt about it. 100%, mate. No, I yeah, get that so as well, yeah. mate. I, I sometimes can't put my finger on it as well. Yeah. Like I'll wake up and uh, just get into that kind of negative cycle in your mind, don't you? You're like, what's Strange. going on here? What did I, you're thinking, what did I do yesterday? What, what did I do that was different yesterday? What did I watch? What did I do? Like, was it last night? Did I watch something wrong that, that put me off for the day? Or it's just exactly. strange. You know, and I'm sure everyone goes through the same. I hope everyone goes through the same thing. But, like, Definitely. this week, I mean, sky high. Yeah. Perhaps I'm just too high, and then it just brings me back down a notch. Yeah. Yeah, no, There's I know. They're on the triggered it off anyway, so. I'll tell you what I found this week is because I've been, oh, the last two weeks actually, because I've been doing this course online and doing more stuff on my laptop. Mate, it, yeah. it doesn't make you feel good, Drew. It really doesn't make yeah. you feel good, mate. Honest to God, no. Um, like, you're obviously on your phone as well for X amount of time as well. Like, mm-hmm. I try not to, I try not to abuse that too much now, you know, in terms of like yeah. wasting time and scrolling and stuff, like we said on the last episode. Mm-hmm. But just the electrical activity on the brain and that constant state of stress, mate, it's, it's not pleasant, man. It's really not. Like, today's Saturday, and I don't feel, I don't, like you said, I've had enough sleep and stuff, but I don't feel as fresh as I normally do, man. No, so, I, uh, I spent all day, uh, all day on, online yesterday. Not online as such, but I was doing like a spreadsheet for a business that I'm, uh, I'm trying to push back home. Um, and I felt like really great doing it all day, like working, you know, knuckling down to it, and then maybe that's the problem. Maybe too much uh, stimulus on the uh, on the computer, and it's just hit me hit me hard this morning. But uh, that's what I was thinking. Back to saw on your Instagram, yeah, you were you're planning and stuff. Yeah, man, like, uh, but again, that's been triggering me off today. Instagram, so I've stayed off that as much as I can. Like people man. might put the most uh, beneficial post up there, but I'll, I'll hate on it today. It's that type of day. You're having a hate. You're sipping on your hate juice today, mate. Isn't you? Uh, Everyone else, mate, they've got better lives than me and this and that, but I've got a great life for the moment, so I've got to be grateful for that. I've even done my gratitude log this morning. That didn't seem yeah. to help, so yeah. who knows, who knows oh, what's going oh, on here, mate. I'll tell you what, um, what's been going on there, because here yesterday, uh, actually Thursday, some guy jumped off the, uh, the Sydney Tower. Uh, it's it's literally the tallest building in the whole of Southern, Southern Hemisphere. Um, right. Mate, it's a, it's, it's a big old building, and uh, a guy mm-hmm. apparently saw it here. Obviously, you know, depression in men is on the rise, right? I think one in three men yeah. suffer from depression mm-hmm. and whether or not he was actually depressed, but he obviously had something going on there. But apparently, yeah. he went up to this, um, he had to plan it out because, like, health and safety measures up there, right? Like, right yeah. at the top on this building, of this building, it's, um, you've got the Westfields. It's like a restaurant, yeah. and obviously the Westfields shopping center. It's called the Westfields yeah. Tower. Right at the top of there, um, you, can do like an ob- you can do like a tourist thing where they attach you to the thing, and you can walk around yeah. the observation uh, deck. Uh, same on the bridge, right? They tell you up and you walk across the bridge. Is a similar type of thing that, there? That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking, though. But I've done the bridge climb, and mm. you couldn't jump off there, mate, because you're literally, you are tied onto the uh, rail. So there's, there's right. no way off. This is what I'm trying to get my head around. But apparently, he went up there uh, a few times to test it out, right. you know, to, to do the, uh, the tourist thing, see if, he could, see if he could actually suss it out. And then he went up there, yeah. and he just managed it. I don't know how he's done it exactly, but he, he's unclipped himself, mate. Jumped off. Landed on the main road. Yeah, landed on the main road on uh, Castle Ray Street. Wow. Can you imagine seeing that, mate? Can you imagine someone splattering in front of you? That would be traumatic, mate, wouldn't it? It's traumatic enough seeing it, but even doing it, man, to like how you you've definitely got to hit like rock rock bottom to get to that point in your life that you you kill yourself, like definitely, mate. Uh, you know, it's, it's a hard one to contemplate, really, when you think about it. But for him to plan it out like that as well, was he, you know, whether it was depression or he was looking for. Um, uh, the news, you know, he was looking to get on the news. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, so you mean, you know what's going on in people's minds these days. I know, know? man. They're, they're literally sacrificing their life to 
you know, sometimes. For, but yeah, we don't know what's going on there, but we'll find out soon. Mm. But it's alarming, man, because uh, it's just very interesting. Because I'm reading this book now on uh, on the gut, and it's yeah. just um, it's just crazy how over the last say 30 years, um, mm. you know, this is this is one one element. But the, since ever since the food industry has um, kind of corrupted us with all this crap food, processed food. Obviously, the obesity yep. epidemic is now upon us, chronic illnesses yep. and stuff, uh, but also mental health. Links to cancer as well, right? Yeah, for sure. What's your thoughts? Because remember, we had a chat about this on the other episode with mental health illness on the rise um, so fast, especially in men. I know now it's, it's evened out a bit, but over the last, say, uh, five, ten years, I mean, we did say social media play a part in it, and, you know, potentially what they're putting in the body, because let's face it, there's a huge link, and it will definitely uh, make a difference to how you feel mentally based on what you eat. But, yeah, what do you think about it, mate? I think it's, it's definitely linked to – I'm going to put it out there it's linked to, like, sweeteners and stimulants and things like that, mate, because um, my experience is taking pre-workout. Like, I honestly remember that I was – I was up in it to one, two scoops uh, before the session, and then post-session, like, I'd crash – extremely badly and I would I just feel terribly mentally like yeah back in that hole after my session and I, and you know you should be getting those um endorphins released after a training session for sure for me just a huge crash and I just feel down and depressed after that so for me it's got to be something to do with these artificial sweeteners I know there's um back and forth in the fitness industry saying they're safe for you this and that but there's no long-term studies we don't know the true effects of them and for me personally because I know how it feels when I take them there's, there's definitely an issue there. So I don't know how you feel about... With 100%. Supplements. Is there any difference in your mental clarity or how you feel? Yeah, I can, I can relate to that 100%. Because uh, I remember the hemorrhage days, mate. You introduced me to that Whoa, one. Christ, man. Oh, I know. By the way, mate, I'd like, you know, it's like back in the day, you, you kind of sample every different pre-workout. Don't you? Which one's going to give me that feeling of euphoria? I think I told you, mate. I barely used to train on it. I used to just chat to people in the gym. No. <laughs> I couldn't stop talking to people. <laughs> We took it for nights out, right? It wasn't for uh, exactly. Gym. That was funny. That was hilarious, mate. The trouble was at one stage, <laughs> so used to doubling up on that oh, no. before going in the session. It's hilarious, it's so powerful, mate. And it's I didn't know how they, uh, um, if they approved the use, of, how they approved the no, use of that. I think they used to. I think they used to find loopholes. Used to be legal, yeah. and then they used to they used to ban them and stuff. Didn't it? But that was more with the, uh, the pro hormones um, that they used mm. to release back in the day. You yeah. know, like which are like pretty much steroids, but. You could buy them in shops, and then they would ban them straight away, wouldn't they? When the uh, certain laws come into place. But yeah, no, I could agree with you, mate, on the um, on on how I feel when I compare how I feel mentally, um, not just my relationship to food, but just generally. Ever since I cut out supplements, uh, which mean which which in turn meant I was cutting out a shitload of um, artificial sweeteners, right? A shitload. Yeah. And the thing is, like like someone mentioned before on a podcast, they don't on anything actually. This this is across the board. They don't seem to have to state how much sweetener they're putting in there, right? Have you noticed that? You know, like sugar, you've got it in grams and whatever else, fat. Sweetener, because it's, no, because it's um, non-nutritive uh, food, right? Non-nutritive sweetener. There's no nutrition in it whatsoever, no calories. They don't actually put how much. So it would be interesting to see on the protein. Think of the protein shakes we used to have, and they used to sometimes have like three or four a day. But you've got to think about the flavors these days, right? Flavors, that's what I'm getting at. How do they make it taste like that? How do they make it taste like that? Like, uh, well, I don't know, you can make, like uh, American pie flavor or mm. carrot cake flavor. I don't know, whatever they're coming up with these days. They carrot cake flavor, that sounds wicked, mate. That's a good idea, that. My, my favorite, mate, you know that. Carrot Pumpkin cake flavor, wow, what an idea that is, true. And, they, and they, <laughs> but they're coming up with these flavors, right? They're so, they're so strong, right, and so potent that they taste exactly like what you're eating in the in a cafe or... yeah. It's just it's insane the amount of amount of stuff they must or sweeteners they must put in them these days is exactly. crazy, right? Yeah, raspberry ripple flavor. I remember this when I used to go from my uh, my bad times of binge eating. I used to have um, Cymex. Oh, sorry, I'm going to mention them. Um, Cymex uh, protein, right? Sponsor exactly. Plug. A- nah. <laughs> Hell no. Just to, just to clarify that one, folks. I'm not sponsored by a supplement company. Um, yeah, so I used to add. I used to have bowl of oats and add like two scoops of the raspberry ripple flavor in there. Um, you know that's good, right? I know, mate. And then I would smash in another bowl. Oh, mate, oh, mate exactly. Same. Mix that in with the oats, and then add some almond butter, banana, obviously, on the munchies. And, um, yeah, it would just be like... And then and then that would trigger... That would be after... Most likely after I'd already eaten sweet stuff. So the sweet stuff... That's the, that's the funny thing. The processed stuff would lead me on to the sweetener. <laughs> right? So, 100%. <laughs> so what else I'm telling you? Trigger, trigger. Yeah, exactly. 
So, so I'm having like I'm having like Mars bars and stuff, and then that's and then I'm finishing with the sweetness. So, what's yeah, that telling you? Feel, you? Like, you feel that's a healthy snack to finish with, right? You feel like healthy snack, right? And probably you think, oh, I'm just going to finish on a healthy snack. I'm going to end it well. Exactly. Really, that's another how many calories? Exactly. Thousand calories at the end of the night. That's it. Directly before bed, most of the time as well. That's it. So I don't know if any of you folks out there take uh, supplements and protein bars and stuff. Like I had a girl approach me in the gym actually um, the other day, and she was like, "Oh, can you recommend any healthy protein bars?" And to be fair, she was actually quite uh, clued up. She, she was like, "Oh, listen, all my all my mates are obviously eating crap. She was a student eating crap food all the time. Can you recommend any any good protein bars, any healthy ones?" And I said, "Listen, I said none of them are particularly healthy, right? <laughs> if you look if you look at the list on the back of each one." Um, that's gonna that's gonna give you you know, put two and two together. Well, as far as you're gonna justify, right? That's, that's exactly what I said to a Drew. You saw in your story the other day, mate. You had like a I don't know what you had like a healthy. We had some dates or whatever, and then yeah. that led you yeah. on to Quest Bars. That I led me on the Quest Bars. Yeah, I saw exactly your story. It. You had two before bed, man. That's it. That's the finish. I was thinking that little hit of sugar early in the day. Exactly. Boom. You're exactly. into the Quest Bars in the evening. It's crazy how it does that's it here, right? Hundred percent. And that's the obviously sucralose. Well, my voice is echoing all of a sudden now. That's a bit off point. That's all right. Um, so yeah, um, the Quest Bar. Um, it's got it's got sucralose in, right? That's better, mate. Mm-hmm. Don't know what you've done there, but it's, I've stopped echoing now. That put me right off my game then. <laughs> Jesus, um, stop me right on my tracks there, mate. Yeah, but Quest Bars have got um, sucralose in, right? Which um, we all deem to be healthy, or at least the uh, most healthy out of all the artificial sweeteners. But now the new studies are telling us actually sucralose is probably one of the worst. Uh, it's 600 times sweeter than sugar. Yeah, right. It does. Re- it does really. I heard Lane Norton on the uh, Mind Pump podcast yesterday, and uh, I mean before he even. Sweet, like, oh yeah, exactly. It and it does kill a lot. Was, of the- he was chomping on a uh, uh, not chomping on one, sipping on a uh, monster uh, energy can as he was on the interview, right? Exactly, mate. That's it. And um, obviously, sucralose does kill off uh, good bacteria, and it just wipes mm-hmm. out. It wipes out your uh, gut flora in general and microbiome. But then he was saying. But they haven't got conclusive studies to say it wipes out your bad bacteria, and they'll probably take yeah. that, it's probably take about another five to ten years for those studies to come to light. You know, so it's like mm. okay, but um, obviously it doesn't. What do you think? It, you, for for him and, and other people who are um, linked to supplements, obviously he has his own carbon supplements. Then he's going to promote sweeteners, right? He's, mm. He'd be a, not to like you know exactly right. Yeah, pushing on everyone, but. If you are linked to a supplement company or you're actually selling them yourself, then you're going to say artificial sweeteners are safe because you want to make as much money in that short period of time. In the next five to ten years, ultimately, you can get from that. So as a awesome. smart guy, to do that, he's going to push it no matter what the science says or, you know. 100%. Let's, let's give the listeners a bit what whilst we're uh, on this topic then because obviously we've just gone uh, freestyle today. We didn't actually – this is not scripted, folks, by the way. I just give An- Andrew a Skype call and uh, we're just going to flow today. But, yeah, whilst we're on the topic of sweeteners, might as well drop a little bomb – uh, drop some gems on you know what they do real quick. So a lot of people out there think, all oh, right, okay. So um, if I have low sugar option, or if I'm having say protein shakes or protein bars or any of these supplements, you know they're perfectly safe. They taste good as well, right? So it's like, oh, okay, it's almost like, oh yeah, you look forward to it sometimes. Um, but you know the sweeteners, artificial sweeteners, really, like I said, they affect your gut flora. So they are gonna, they're gonna, it tricks your brain essentially tricks your brain into thinking it's getting sugar right so it's going to have a similar effect in the body as to when you consume sugar but obviously there's no calories in it um sucralose like i just said is 600 times sweeter than sugar right so what does that tell you it's not going to be ideal um they're linking they've done like studies as i said on one of the other episodes um, they've done studies on um people now as well because obviously it was just uh, uh, studies in rats but they linked it to uh, much higher rates of cancer i can't remember what the type of cancer was but it increased it by like 208%. So sucralose, oh, and that was... It's only linked to stomach cancer, surely, or not? Stomach cancer, yeah, it might have been that, but it was, it was ridiculous, but yeah. Um, I was just going to say one more thing about it then, yeah, so... Oh, I can't remember what I was going to say about it then. Go on, carry on, mate. What was your, uh, what was your take on it? Oh, my fault, mate. That's oh, all right, mate. Sorry. No, go on. Didn't you there? I was getting excited, but... Uh, no, so, oh, that's what I was going to say, yeah, sucralose. On that note, um, obviously sucralose is a, is, a, is a form of sugar, and what sucralose is, it's a processed version of that sucrose, but it's pretty bad, obviously, but they put it through a chlorification process. Um, so they chlorify it, and then it makes it carcinogenic, hence why they're, they're linking, 
linking it to different types of cancer and also other sweeteners as well, which um, although they're saying you need to have a copious amount of, of uh, sweetener like aspartame, for example, because they're linking that to like, I don't know, tumors and Alzheimer's and, and that kind of stuff as well. But they say you have to have like a, an insane amount. But even so, though, I would just try and be mindful, right? You know, if, you're, if you were like me and you were probably three years ago, right? I can't remember how long it was um, when I gave up supplements, at least two years, I'd say. Mm. Um, right. This is how my day would probably go. I would have, I would maybe eat in the morning, right? And then I would have, <clears throat> I would have a pre-workout. Um, then I would have amino acids during my workout. And post-workout, I would have a shake um, with some dextrose or maybe some uh, Vitago. Um, and then after that, I may have another shake mixed with some oats. So how much is a copious amount? Because how do you how do you kind of regulate that? Exactly. Would you? Well, what they've done, because they, because what they're saying is the studies with aspartame, for example, were done in rats, right? So obviously humans being a, a hell of a lot bigger than uh, rats and having like, you know, like our microbiome, we have like a hundred trillion, by the way, folks, I read in this book, or a hundred trillion different types of, uh, well, basically bacteria cells in our body. So that's 90% of our body is bacteria, essentially, and 10% is human cells, right? So just, just think about that for a second, right? And our microbiome would weigh about roughly around about two kilos. As disgusting as that sounds, we have roughly around about, depending on the size of the person, but two kilos of microbiome, bacteria in our gut, right? We are, you know, what we eat becomes a part of us. So just, just bear that in mind, right? It's, it's not really a joke. Anyway, on that note, I still have sweeteners, as we just said then. I'd say about once a week. Uh, once a week, I'll still treat myself to a couple of Quest bars. Uh, maybe yeah. I'll... Exactly, and maybe one or two other things, like you know. But I'm, I'm always mindful. I never, I never have um, uh, a spa team. Never have that now because I don't have diet coach anymore um, and stuff like that. What about chewing gum, mate? You do you eat chewing gum? I or? don't have chewing gum, mate. No, I don't. Never. That's where I need to change. I definitely, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm hooked on chewing gum, mate. I'm not going to lie about that. Like yep. I'll have sometimes two two packs a day. Yep. Um, just I don't know why, mate. I don't know what what it's related to. Maybe it's related to taking those supplements previously, and I just need still need that hit. Mm. But I'm definitely trying to work on that in my diet, where I've got to cut down on chewing them, because mm. I'm sure that could cause an issue. I don't know. I don't know. There's any science on it? Yeah, I wouldn't be too hard on yourself, mate. I wouldn't call it an issue, mate. Chewing, chewing gum, but yeah, <laughs> I just want the no, listeners to know we're quite normal. But we're just to let you know, guys, we're just a bit more like self-aware than the average person when it comes yeah, to sweetness. No, <laughs> quite casual. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. No, because um, there's definitely a few elements to that, and obviously psychological, probably with the sweeteners, they taste good, uh, and also it just keeps you, it keeps your mouth busy, right? So it's just like it's almost like something to occupy you, isn't it? It's like a distraction yeah. from I don't know what. You know, what I'm saying, what is it? A distra- you know, see what I mean? It's like yeah. that. That most of these things we do, these short-term pleasures, yeah. like do I need to have sweeteners once a week? Obviously, folks, you know, I'm not saying that. You know, I'm not, I'm not like this weirdo who just really, um, I have a life is what I'm trying to say is, but do I need to have that hit of sweeteners because that then will in, lead to overconsumption of food. Um, I don't need that food. So what's, what's the psycholo- uh, psychological part to that? You know, why am I eating that food? I don't need the food. Um, it's just an example. I'm just doing it because I want, I want pleasure. Obviously, we all know that and we've got to live. But, um, you know, why do we want these short-term fixes is the, uh, I guess, the question, isn't it? Is it from you know? It's probably linked from something in your childhood where you were eating like um, I know that when I went to school, like I was always coming home from school, I was eating sweets, so I was eating candy or whatever as they call it here in America, um, ice cream. I'm not saying I, I was you know when I grew up, I grew up in an Italian household, so I had a lots of home cooked meals. Um, I did have a sweet tooth, and I did a lot of crisps as well, you know. So maybe there's some sort of link to childhood that I feel Definitely. like I need it every day. Who knows? But mm. the majority of things we do now are. Um, related to what happened when we were younger. 100%, yeah, definitely. And what I found interesting, just when you were saying that then, it reminded me of that um, that Lane Norton interview. So, guys, Lane Norton is the guy who kind of uh, he created the flexible dieting, uh, if it fits your macros, wave right hand. Yep. He's a he very, did. very clever guy, um, and I do like the guy. Obviously, we don't fully agree with IFYM. Uh, but we do, we do, um, you know, like we said on the other episode, we do believe in, in some of it and we do agree with some of the, some of the, uh, method behind it. But yeah, he was saying, um, sugar and Sal pulled him up on this actually. He said, sugar, sugar's not addictive is what he said. And I was like, well, really? He said, it, obviously it depends.
depends on the person. Yeah, it does depend on the person. But just like Sal said to him, they engineer these foods for them to be highly palatable. And like you just said then, when we were younger, I would, I would have a McDonald's. For example, mum would treat me to a McDonald's once a week after I'd play rugby on a Sunday. I'd have that every week. When I was a really young kid, it'd be a Burger King once a week she would treat me to. Um, we didn't have a great deal of money. We weren't, we weren't like on the streets poor, but we, we weren't particularly wealthy so the foods i used to eat weren't the best quality foods they were like frozen cheap foods from like iceland and stuff like that you know uh, but i'm perfectly healthy today but would that play a part in my relationship with food of course it would right yeah exactly man and that argument they they say you know addicted to sugar their argument is that would you really sit down with a bag of sugar and a spoon and eat it all <laughs> that's, that's a silly that's way to put it the argument turn up, you know so <laughs> i mean i guess they're saying what, what they're saying is that when it's the combination of the fat the sugar together, then that's when it becomes a big issue. Absolutely. Uh, there has to be something there, you know? Definitely. Why is everyone becoming so obese? Even then, even if they control their calories, and calories the only thing that matters, why is the obesity epi- epidemic continuing to grow? And why is the increase in disease as well and the rates of disease continuing to grow? Exactly. And the thing is, folks, it's like when you're having food which comes out of a packet, 90%, like I said before, I would say about 90% of the food in the supermarkets, uh, normally processed, come out of tins or packets or whatever. But, for example, if you're having sugar like, um, you know, like processed foods, junk food, chocolate, sweets, whatever, if you're having that kind of food, right, then you're, you're just getting a mixture of chemicals and refined sugar, right, which is going gonna, gonna to be super high, a super high GI, right? So it's going to spike your blood sugar generally, um, you're going to get, get this rush of uh, insulin into the, blood, into the bloodstream. Your blood sugar is going to shoot up and then come back down again. Now, with the brain, the, the brain is the only, uh, well, actually, I don't know if it's the only, but I know the brain uh, doesn't, doesn't take on insulin, right? So, if you're, whereas the muscles, the liver, and the fat cells, when you eat something sugary, your body will pump out insulin, and muscle and liver will store a certain amount, they'll take a certain amount of it, and if it can't take... All of it, then it'll go into the fat cells. But when you, when you get that rush of sugar to the brain, the brain doesn't get any regulation from insulin, right? The brain doesn't get that. So what? You know you feel that crash, folks. You can probably relate to this now. Even if, say, for example, you get up in the morning, right? This is a very common thing, right, Drew? You get up in the morning and you have a bowl of cereal, right? A lot of people think that's the norm. Even if you're having something like, I don't know, you say you have oats in the morning, right? Which is obviously a better option to process cereals. You're still having carbohydrates, right? So what's happening then is you're still gonna, it's gonna have an effect on your blood sugar levels. Even if you have uh, carb like oats, which is high in fiber, it's still gonna have a, an effect on that. And what you'll find is then a few hours later, because the brain, the brain doesn't get regulated by insulin, you'll get a crash. Sometimes not necessarily a crash, but you'll feel like, oh, I'm hungry again, and that becomes habit. And then you might have, let's say, for example, a very common thing to have people have for their lunch. Uh, a sandwich, right? Which oh, we all know bread is, you know, it's, it's, it's not like it's the devil, right? There's worse foods out there, but it's not ideal if you're looking to lose body fat and you're looking to, um, you know, kind of, in a sense, I'm not going to say it's bad for your health, but that's another form of carbohydrates, right? So you're having that again, the same thing happens. Good so you, you get into the habit then. People just get into the habit and they, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, I'm hungry. I've got to eat. Oh, I'm hungry. And they're eating carbs every meal, mate, yeah? It's very common. Exactly. It is, yeah. It's just how you start your day, right? For me, if I'm going to eat breakfast, then I'm going to I'm going to find something that is going to satiate me. Um, it's going to be high in protein, high in fats, and lots of veggies. Um, again, we are on a different journey, okay? So you may not be to the point where you're eating lots of vegetables now, but I know that if I have that breakfast, it's going to keep me going for four to five hours rather than, like you said earlier, if you're reaching for a sugary cereal, which we've kind of been brainwashed into eating from TV commercials, um, in the past, then I know that if I eat that, that's the end of my day, man. I know I'm going to overeat that day. No doubt about it. I can't control myself. Sure. I won't put myself in that situation either. Mm. Yeah, exactly, man. Then processed foods is, is limitless to the amount I can eat. Yeah, for sure. No, I totally agree. Totally agree. Sorry, I'm just recording this for the Instagram, mate. Just, uh, you know, g- give me, give me a best pose, mate. Come on. You're a top model over there in the UK. In, in... <laughs> that's for like a bit. Um, sorry about that, folks. Uh, just Andrew striking a few poses there. <laughs> no, I totally agree, though, mate. Like that, and that's exactly it. It's like so people think it's extremely out of the ordinary to get up in the morning, for example, and have like if I do have breakfast, which I sometimes do on the weekends. I don't normally do it in the week because I do the intermittent fasting. But I'll have, let's say, some grass-fed uh, steak, 
some grass-fed lean red meat, for example, scotch fillet steak. I'll fry that in some coconut oil, uh, maybe add some mushrooms and onions for flavor. And then I'll just have like maybe, maybe let's say half an avocado. So just so you know, folks, an avocado is like 80% fat, right? And there's a lot like good fats. So lots of monounsaturated fats, some polyunsaturated fats in there as well. Uh, heaps of fiber, lots of potassium, really, really nutritious, right? So that's just an example of, that's one of the only fruits actually which you'll get, which is just primarily fat. So anyway, I'll have half an avocado with that meal. As Andrew said, then I'll throw some veg in there. Um, you don't have to go overboard with the veg to start with. Let's just say you just have a handful of uh, leafy veg, like let's say some spinach. Uh, chuck some cider vinegar on there, maybe squeeze a lemon to add some extra flavor. And then um, even if you sometimes I like fry an egg as well. Actually, I've cut eggs out now because I think they were, I think that might have been the culprit with my uh, gut issues, to be honest. But anyway. Egg whites with that, mate, because egg whites are known to toxic. cause uh, inflammation and be toxic. So That's when it. you try the egg whites out and just popping the yolks in, and contrary to what most people believe out there when they have their egg white omelets, you should be doing the opposite, right? That's I mean, exactly right. Don't know why I haven't tried doing that, because I know that as well. I read that in the book. It's a toxin, actually, called avidin in the egg whites. Yes. A lot of people have big issues with um, eggs because of the egg whites, mate, not the egg yolks, contrary to uh, what uh, wow. you may be fed in bodybuilding magazines and online. But I would definitely try just popping the yolks in there see if that makes a difference for yourself. Hmm. Why, have I not, why have I not thought of that? Because I'm thinking, right, I want to get cholesterol in. Because the, the, the yeah. folks that the listen to me go, what? You want to get your cholesterol in? You yeah. know? Yeah, no. That's another yeah. thing. We could do a whole episode on that. <laughs> I was actually doing. Um, I'm actually going to bring that back in. But I was doing uh, a couple of weeks where I was actually boosting my cholesterol quite a bit, and uh, just for strength gains. You can do it for a, a bit of time, but um, you will get probably some issues with um, joint inflammation after after doing it for too long. So, but even do it once a week. Like if you come in on a sat, like I used to do a long day and work Saturday, so I'd fast, and then I come in and like. <laughs> High fat, high cholesterol meals, low carbs, and, and felt awesome like for, for my next training session. So, yeah, exactly. It's, it is it is a shift in paradigm because you know you've been fed bullshit by the doctors that you should keep your cholesterol super low. But there are studies coming in um, now showing more heart issues with people who have normal cholesterol levels and high cholesterol levels, right? Exactly. And there's so much more to it than that. When it can, like, and that's the thing. It's like almost. Why have they not moved with the times? Now, you can't always point the finger, uh, the finger directly at the doctors, right, uh, and the healthcare no. system because... They have a hard job already sometimes. Oh, you know? exactly, mate. Like, I mean, they're <laughs> overloaded. It's like I was trying to... I was having a conversation with well, I messaged my mother the other day and I said about my... I was having gut issues post-Africa and um, she was like, have you been back to the doctor? Have you spoken to the doctor? And she said, no. I said, no, I'm going to deal with it myself. Like I said, you know, I'm going to figure this out myself mm. and I've gradually got better as time has gone on. But I said to her, like, the doctor isn't always right. No, that's exactly it. And her response was, hmm, question mark. So I yeah. think it's kind of an old school mentality where you go to the doctor and you feel that yeah. they know everything because they kind of... Exactly, you put your trust not, in their hands. They're not preventing certain things happening, are they? They're no. very good at giving pills sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very good at, if you go in with a broken leg, they're very good at fixing that. Operations, exactly. I'll stick at that. Sometimes we need to put preventative measures in place. Mm. Um, like we're talking about with diet and, and, and cutting out artificial sweeteners, yeah. 90% of the time, sugar, etc. And then you're going to put, you're going to feel better long term. So that's exactly right. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Like you'll go to the, you go to the doctors, and like Andrew was saying, then when it comes to, um, when it comes to cholesterol and stuff like that, um, they, it's not really their fault. Like I said, it's almost like um, you know, back in the 80s or whenever it was. When actually it was before that, it was like the late, the late 1960s when uh, all the corruption went on in terms of sugar being good for us and fat being demonized and that's when cholesterol cholesterol is like a fatty acid basically it transports fat, fatty acids and you'll find find cholesterol within foods high in saturated fats much like um, egg yolks but yeah which cholesterol is in what's that which we were told to avoid for a long exactly. time exactly we were told to avoid and we were it was demonized uh, cholesterol is really really bad and all this kind of stuff but there's a lot more to it to that and actually you know 75 to 90 oh, wow this book I'm glad I read this book Drew I feel on fire today <laughs> you start reading a little bit. I'll, the- I'll send that book over to you buddy <laughs> nah, you're, you're on form bro um, 75 to 90% of the cholesterol in the body um, sorry 75 to 90% of the cholesterol is actually produced in the body anyway so and apparently what they're finding in studies now is uh, foods which are higher in processed foods and refined sugars will actually increase the bad types of cholesterol within your body. That's right, folks. So eating the wrong kinds of foods, um, processed foods, sugary foods, junk food, um, that and, and overeating carbohydrates, um, that can have an effect on the bad types of cholesterol. And then obviously the other lifestyle factors come into it as well. So 
But yeah, as you were saying then, Joe, I just had a massive, I just had a switch go off in my head when you said about cholesterol, and you noticed strength gains on that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had the same as well, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring creatine in next week. Um, and I remember I last time. Long time, actually. Maybe Brother, honestly. Going back to supplements, yeah. folks, yeah. I mean, get on it, Drew. What, what was the effect you had last time you took it, mate? Did you notice a difference? Or it was? I can't even remember the last time I took it. It was probably Jesus, probably like uh, maybe ten, maybe ten years ago now. I'd imagine. Yeah. Oh, gee, mate, yes. mate. Mm. <laughs> Seriously, right? I was going to say then. I had like I got a bit excited then. What's the last that? Ten years. It's probably why I haven't had a gain in the last ten years. <laughs> Behave, mate. Um, no, but um, like you were saying then about cholesterol. So what I'll do then next week is I'll, I'll bring egg yolks back in. I completely forgot about that. Man. Why didn't I do that? I thought, oh, no, I can't have eggs full stop, knowing full well it's the egg whites which are bad. Anyway, I'll, bring, I'll increase my cholesterol next week and bring creatine at the same time. Let's see what Double happens. Whammy. Double whammy, oh. mate. But yeah, folks, creatine is the only supplement. It's been around for years, right? It's the only supplement which scientific evidence to prove, you know, proper evidence, yeah, to prove it actually works, yeah? Exclamation marks. Legal. Yeah, exactly. Creatine, yeah. folks, for, for if, you're, if you're lifting weights, recovery, strength gains, building muscle, you name it. Um, get yourself some good quality stuff. What, What's what, that? Type of, uh, what type of creatine are you using, like, just to, to give the uh, listeners? I'm using this one over here called Creapure from uh, Premi- Premium that's Powders. Good. So, yeah, in yeah. Australia. They, they, and that's another thing, folks. Just like any other supplement, there's a lot of crap ones out there. And apparently, the way they make creatine, a lot of it comes from over in China. I'm not going to go into details. But do your research when you get it because you're putting some nasty stuff into your body. If you don't get stuff which has been probably a little tiny bit more expensive, but it's going to be much better and probably just, just better in general in terms of um, the amount of actual creatine monohydrate in it. Is, so, that, is it regulated in Australia then? Because I know America is non-regulated, the supplement, uh, supplement uh, industry, so there's a lot of issues. like. Uh, brother, what is, what is regulated in America? That is, mate. You've got a good you're pretty poisonous foods into yourself every day uh, all lotions are poisonous there's extra chemicals in them that you don't see abroad or in Europe it's crazy exactly and the man. cancer is on the rise as well so. and do you know what's crazy out in America Drew is the glyphosate thing as well isn't it? they don't have, like by law they don't have mm. to label they don't have to tell people how criminal is that so glyphosate so, is like a herbicide isn't it everything is just a massive industry here like you know as it is probably across the world but it just yeah. seems to be on a, a scale here it's, it's just like it's, they're trying to push as many pharmaceutical drugs on you as, as they can, so the sicker they make you, the better for them and their profit, you know? So, as you can see with the, the new, well, I'm sure governments of the past as well, but the new government, they don't seem to uh, have any concern about, well, the, the, the general people or general population, they're just concerns about making money for themselves, as oh, most, exactly. people, most governments do, you know? But, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's non-regulation of supplements. I think they've been finding, like, mercury and things like that in some of the better supplements over here. There's a new list that's being released now. Um, some of them are organic, and I think, like, Vega protein, things like that, have been okay. at the top of this list. Um, so the, these are supposed to be the quality brands that you are they're buying, and there's, there's a lot of issues with them, mate. And you know, I know it's pretty scary, you know. It's crazy because there's so much corruption going on over there, isn't there, in terms of like. Every, let's look, look at you got to look at every government for corruption. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But like, yeah, oh, every government, mate, yeah. They, they, they couldn't give a shit about you. They couldn't give, uh, mate. It's, it's all, it's all uh, the people yeah. at the top. It benefits their pockets and keeps them happy, isn't yeah, it? That's it. That's all the more reason for you to look after yourself. Definitely. What reason to eat whole natural foods and, and avoid certain things, you know? Thank you, Drew. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. And, that and that's exactly it, folks. Like, tune in to podcasts like this. This is real talk, you know? We've we've mm. been sucked into, um, you know, eating the wrong foods for years. You know, even if Andrew and I have always been in shape, like, trust me, internally, I dread to think what was going on inside our body about, you know, say two to three years ago. <laughs> like, we were, even then, though, even then, like, to the average person, we were super oh, yeah, healthy. Yeah, of course. Think about it. I, I think I was worse than you, to be honest. Go on. In terms of like what we were, you know, what we were eating is it was like a standard bodybuilder's diet, right? Which is yeah. again deemed to be healthy, but it's not, is it really? No, no, it's not, mate. It's you know, nothing it's, more unhealthy. It, it's, it's, it was the same foods day in day out, eating every two to three hours, not giving your body uh, enough chance to rest. It was nothing worse. Rice, broccoli, chicken, rice, yeah. plain chicken, no seasoning. No, it's for the body. 
Fact. I know, and eating like eating little and often as well, folks. Right, I just want to put this one out there now. Like me, Andrew, and I'll uh, I'll give you a little insight into this now. So another recent podcast I listened to, right? Um, a, a doctor, really, I can't think what his name is, but anyway, four four times a day, and it does make sense. He says you shouldn't eat, put anything in your mouth more than four times a day for overall health. Um, you know, even even when it comes to well, let's not go into fat loss too much. Let's just talk about health and longevity right now. So you have a circadian rhythm, right? So every four hours, the body has to work hard. I mean, 60% of your calories burn on average, let's say, just to keep you alive, right? Just for your organs and for your circadian rhythm and your body to work in sync, right? So that's, that's that. But if you're, if you're stuffing food into your mouth, or even if it's like, oh, okay, I'll have a snack, I'll have a snack every couple of hours, you're still putting your body to work and you're putting your body under a lot of stress and you're, not in, and you're, really, you're really putting your circadian rhythm out of whack by doing that. So intermittent fasting, I can see why, obviously, going without food has its benefits, loads of different benefits, as Drew and I did a podcast on it before. But just eating um, less frequently, folks, there's, there's so many, I could, I could go on forever about it. But you do that as well now, right? Yeah, but what about what about old school bodybuilders? I remember guys when I was growing up, and they were setting their alarm for like three, four in the morning to sink like their protein shake by the side of their bed, right, or chicken yeah, breast. Exactly. And they would stop. Basically, you're already disrupting your sleep, which is vitally important, right? Yeah. Probably one of the most important factors in 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 your body, sleeping, right? Yeah. You're doing that. You're not giving your gut enough time to settle, mm. replenish, repair your muscles. Mm. recovery, right? And you're waking yourself up at three in the morning to sink a, pro- a processed protein shake. Right? It's insane, isn't it? It's insane. mental, man. It's mental. still doing that now, though. Mate, it is. It, mate, I, honestly, I would, I would, I'm not going to use percentages here because I'm, I'm starting to sound a bit like Carl Vorderman, buddy. I don't know what's going on here with all these numbers. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, but um, like, imagine the amount of people out there who still think, you know, because it's still mainstream, eating little and often, uh, eating regular. Um, you know, people who want to build muscle, let's just say, you know, you, you follow people on Instagram or whatever, and they're giving you this diet plan where it's like six meals a day, the bodybuilding, because mm. every Tom, Dick, and Harry nowadays are doing fitness competitions and uh, men's physique bodybuilding, you know, and then all of a sudden, they'll do a competition, and then before you know it, all of a sudden, they step off stage, they're a nutritionist, and it's like, well, no, nah, take a step back a minute, because like, you know what I mean? And like, I fell into that trap as well. I was, I was giving people wrong advice back in the day when I'd done a few shows. I thought, oh, yeah, I learned, you know, eating all, eating six times a day and eating these foods are good. And I can, I'm going to track back a bit and I actually fell into that myself. So. <laughs> yeah, but listen, it worked optimally for you at the time, right? It worked yeah. to get you to where you, you needed to be. So you can't knock it too much in terms of you going from being a personal trainer then to being a professional yeah, fitness Yeah, when it comes to stepping on stage, so, but not for health. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah. So that you used it as a tool at the time. But that's probably not the best advice for your average Joe who's just looking to get healthy and in shape. No, exactly. That's it. And that's what that Dr. Sarata was saying. He was saying if you're going to do a competition, if you're going to eat six to eight meals a day, you're going to do that for X amount of time, please stop doing that. Once you finish your comp, go back yeah. to giving your body – let's just just to simplify it. Give your Nourish. body a, a break. Do you know what I'm saying? Give your body a break, man. <laughs> Nourishing your body, right? Yeah. That's it. That's the most important thing is eating the right, right foods. Isn't what's, it? What's, what, what usually happens after a competition where you, you've been there before, right? And I have where we, we, we eat endlessly and, and like amounts of junk food, binge badly for a couple of weeks, then your mentality is right. The only way I can get out of this now is to go back to six meals a day, chicken, rice, broccoli. That's what you go know. Back training, go back to training six, seven days a week, a high intensity interval training weight sessions two, you know, once, twice a day. Exactly. And that's the only way you know how to get yourself out of that hole. Mm, exactly. That's it. That's I, I would say, folks, that's it. I, would, I would say just go, for like, just go for like three meals a day, right, Drew? If you can I, just... I'm happy. Sometimes I'll have like, sometimes I'll have one big meal, man. I love that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or I'll have two or three. It depends on... That's, depends that's on the same day. as me. That's the same as me, but like that's a bit extreme for the average listener. I mean, say they're going for like six, six meals a day. <laughs> oh, one big meal. Oh, that, is, that is a dream, isn't it? One big meal. Awesome. <laughs> You're like, there, you've got a table full of food, haven't you? That's, yeah. that's the Italian coming out of you there, mate, that is. It's a spicy meat, the ball, huh? Hey, uh, hey, come on. Mamma mia. We hit some uh, nice Italian when we were in uh, New York as well. How many uh, a large pizza eats? Remember oh. in Grimaldi's? Oh, mate, Grimaldi's. Oh, guy tell him. Yeah, tell him. Uh, a Grimaldi's restaurant. I think we'd already hit. It was after your comp. So I think this is when you turned pro, right? Was it? Was yeah, that yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. So ultimately, this is his first time in New York. I remember my first time in New York. I tried every food under the sun. 
and that was uh, that was hard for me. I was skeptical about it because I was going through that phase where I only had chicken, broccoli, and rice. So yeah, uh, so I got taken out after a week. But we went to uh, different restaurants. So I think we were in uh, we've we've well, we've been blasting food all week, and we went. I wanted to take you to my favorite pizza joint, Grimaldi's in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, so we I think we were line we were in the queue for it or lining up for it. Yeah, right? we went Shake Shack, the line. So we popped into Shake Shack. Mid, mid, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a shake beforehand. Just little starters. Uh, I was calorie shake, just for starters. And then we got inside and we ordered a large, uh, what was it, meatball, pepperoni, pizza each. Oh, there's the a medal for that. I'm sure we were the only people ever to order a large pizza each, the way you he looked at that. us. He said, nobody's <laughs> ever done this. He said, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm warning. It was like a health warning on it. So the way that <laughs> nobody's ever done this. I'd advise you against it. I think we smashed one each. Do we have dessert there? Do, do you know what's embarrassing, though, Drew? Can you remember this? Right? We walked in there, right? And um, when he brought the pizzas over, because they're so... And I'm not joking, folks. I, I don't know what the size of these pizzas are, bro, but Jesus. So if you order a large, you're, it's a family size, right? Exactly, mate. You're going to feed a family of five. Oh, right? mate, it was, it was like the biggest pizza I've ever ever seen by a long shot. It was twice as big as any pizza I've ever seen. And he, he brought them over, and he couldn't fit them on, they couldn't fit them on the table we were on. Uh, and obviously, it was full in the restaurant. And he's like, oh, guys, I'm going to have to move you over to another table. Everyone looks up, like, look at these two here. Like, <laughs> I mean, big, large pizza. We had to move us to another table because he couldn't fit him on the table. And we didn't, we were struggling to finish it, weren't we? And that's really? saying something, and What's that saying? <laughs> For me and you, not the finish of it, like, what? Did we make it or do we have a slice or two left? Uh, I think we had like a slice or two left and I think I just had the topping off the last two slices and left the bread. And you had cheesecake afterwards, right? Yeah, so I think I had like two cheesecakes. And a, and a steak I remember, we went to the stadium. We went to the stadium and watched that um, uh, Brooklyn Nets play basketball. We had a New York cheesecake, I think one or two slices each. And then we went to that other place that you like afterwards then, which was a bit healthier, right? Just to find it. No, you had And then we had a cheesecake. Cheesecake <laughs> to top that off. So. Oh yeah, okay, it wasn't healthy then. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's just... Of, what a, what a, We've what progressed a, from that. What's that? We've progressed from then. Binge eating disorder, I think that was. Definitely, we discussed mate. Podcast, podcast, Just come back to me then, mate. What you were mentioning earlier, I want to track back to... Can you remember the diet plan you had off that bodybuilder when you lived out in Australia? Yeah, it was... Um, I think uh, the amount of protein was the... I've, I've probably got it online here, but on, on email. Well, I, I followed track, it, didn't I? It was, yeah, you followed... It worked, though, mate. It worked. Oh, yeah, it did. I, I, I got stacked. Where, where we wanted to be, right? Yeah, yeah. I was in a calorie What's surplus, that? though, all the time, so... <laughs> no. <laughs> but again, I was, it was so black and white, and this is the yeah. problem with meal plans, right, that I would be sitting there with my wife and my sister, right, and there they would be conflict because I would only eat what was on the meal plan. I couldn't figure out how to replace certain foods. Yeah. So if it was chicken breast, I had to have a chicken yeah, yeah. breast. Obsessive. Yeah, obsessive. Yeah. When I went out to eat or when I went... I actually went to a food festival one day. This is how it was, right? I went to a food festival. Now, if I went to a food festival these days, my aim would be to enjoy all the foods there, right? And just, mm. just taste them. And then I know how to uh, to combat how I'm feeling the next day. I may go lighter the next day if I've overdone it. Mm. But then I went to this food festival and didn't try anything. Oh, mate, really? This was my rigid meal plan. Yeah. I would not eat anything there. It's pathetic, really. Well, look how far you've come, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, and that, that's going to cause, com- that cause conflict. Yeah. And what would you do now, though, and what would you do now? Sorry to interrupt. What would you do if you went to a food festival now, right? Because my, my state of mind is, right, if I want the food, I'll have it, but yeah. I'm aware of the stuff that I'm putting into my body, and I'm mindful of it, and I'm paying attention to how I feel the next day in my stomach. I don't know about you. No, same, man. It's like now I would just enjoy myself for the day. I probably, like, say I, say I was going there 2 in the afternoon, right? So I probably just fast into that moment. Same. Uh, just enjoy that, and then I know then the next couple of days... I'll just go a little lighter on my calories. Yeah, I'll exactly. be back in. To say it was on a Sunday, I'll be I'll be good by Wednesday. Is no issue. But then that was causing me like to be in a foul mood when I was there. Mm. That would put me in a bad mood. Yeah, of course. And it spreads to everyone around you. Do you remember? Yeah, and do you know what that is? Because you were telling yourself you were into the into the mindset of saying I can't have it. Didn't it? You weren't yeah, allowing yeah. yourself to have it. You weren't you weren't saying you weren't saying to yourself, Oh no, I choose not to have that because I don't actually yeah. want it. You were telling yourself you were restricting, restricting. And man, I've got to say, Drew, about um, I wanted to bring this up as well now. So I met Andrew in Vegas, don't know if I've told the listeners before. I'm not in Vegas, sorry, we went to Vegas on a stag do. I'd never I'd met him once before, but um, we talked once before, I think, and that was it. That's it, and we hit it off, man. We uh yeah. it was love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> Disaster waiting to happen, shall I say? Um, yeah. <laughs> and Andrew, I'll never forget, right? I never forget Andrew on this trip, guys. Right? I was at that point. I was. I wasn't really. Um, I, I mean, 
No, I wasn't. I wasn't eating. I wasn't educated. I wasn't eating healthy, really. I, I was in good shape. But I wasn't. I was in really good shape, actually. I probably had more Speak muscle mass than I had now. <laughs> Speak You're to yourself. Really I, I wasn't. I wasn't in better shape than I am now, but I was definitely bigger, more mass. Um, but yeah, I was just. I was just eating like McDonald's and stuff. Obviously, we were drinking every day. Andrew would be there in McDonald's having like the worst thing he would have. The worst thing would be porridge in McDonald's. He'd be there. We'd all be eating. Andrew would be there with his nuts. And this is how you were, wasn't it, Drew? Like you were, you were, you were like. Listen, I've never witnessed anything like it, and I've got to say, like, crazy, so, man. it's mad, isn't it? That's that's. You always, you always, you always had abs, though, mate. So that's all I'm at at the time. Wasn't it? But I'm in better shape now than I was then. <clears throat> well, mate, enjoy myself. You're in the more. shape of your life now, buddy. I've got to say, you know, you understand what I mean? So, yeah. like, putting myself through that torment when I was on, I was on like holiday, man. I should have been just relaxed and enjoying myself. It's one exactly. week off your diet. Because I had like a set plan or something in my head, or think of the time I was following uh, a paleo diet, I was doing CrossFit at the time. So, paleo, like, folks, hey, that, that's just like animal proteins and veg, basically, isn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. it. And, yeah. and it, I couldn't eat off that. I was like, this is the diet. I was telling everyone, this is how you should eat, this and yeah, that. Yeah. Like, that's it. it. I would CrossFit a little bit, and I Gospel. just. Even when I was away, I just I just could not do it. Like, and I was on I was in Vegas. I should have been with you guys, that's enjoying it. meal with you. You know, uh, being social, but instead I was there. I think there was like a food court in the MGM Grand, right? Between the MGM Grand and the Signature. Mm. And I was just eating like veggies and, and chicken. Exactly. And you were eating McDonald's and just chilled and relaxed, having fun. And it's that's just it. pretty pathetic looking back. But at least I've stepped up now and I've come far on that journey. Well, that's exactly it. And that goes to show, like we were saying about the psychological side of it. It's like, you know, uh, what what drove you to do that? And obviously, um, mm. we said before, like some of it stems from insecurities. But, you know, we, it's, it's, a, it's a male thing as well, you know. Guys want to be in good shape. Uh, Andrew and I have always been uh, active and sporty individuals and we've been training for a long time exercise and activity is just a way of life for us uh, how we've been brought up and stuff but then it led to lifting weights and being in shape and then as you said like you're always comparing yourself to others isn't it like you're in vegas mm-hmm. there's a lot of people there in good shape and you're aware of that before you go right so you're like right i gotta i gotta keep everything on point now but for me when i was there i was like right i'm enjoying myself and i went all out but you were the only one out of the nine of us although mates did you enjoy yourself? Obviously, you did. You're in I New know. York. You're in New York now yeah. with your wife, who you met there, right? So you done okay out of that, mate. So oh, man. <laughs> hey, Ian, those nuts and porridge done something for you, buddy. So maybe <laughs> 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 you should stick <laughs> to that. That sacrifice work. Exactly. That sacrifice work that well, isn't it? Exactly. You met, you met the love of your life, mate. Doing that. So uh, yeah, happy days, man. Maybe it. I'll try it. Just trying it. <laughs> no, but it was, that was honestly that was still like one of that's still probably the best trip of my life like up there, you know. Oh, definitely. So, oh, it was no complaints. But it, that is a, a disorder. That's an eating disorder. That looking definitely. back, definitely, it's a trip of life. Um, Listen, man, we're gonna, we're gonna have to. I, I, I could talk forever, mate, about this now, and I got loads of stuff I can still talk about. But we're, what are we? Forty-eight minutes in now, and uh, I've got to get to work for a client. So nice. I'm gonna have to cut this off, mate. Did you have any? We covered a, a few different things here. Did you have any um, tips for the listeners or anything, any advice you'd like to give them? Cap it off. Well, just just again, that that proves to you that it is a it is a process, like, and that's a long journey. When was that? That's seven or eight years ago now. That yeah, yeah, twenty eleven. At the time, I wasn't able to uh, establish that I had an issue. I thought I was like being being really healthy, and I was mm. proactive in helping other people and trying to push them into eating the same way. But mm. now, looking back, I would never put that on anyone else yeah so remember it's a process so if you are going through things like this hopefully it'll change and it'll get better in time and you will then improve overall health Mm. in the future because you know i'm still learning now and i'm sure martin's still learning and they want to look good right so andrew looks good all year round right so they're gonna they're gonna get to a point where they're gonna they're gonna look because good health will determine how you look right and that's just in a nutshell right i'm just gonna say that again good health will determine how you look i'm the healthiest i've been mentally and physically and I look the best I ever have without thinking about it so put that together mm. same as you Drew right yeah but you know good health can be from your skin from yeah. how you move yeah exactly it can be anything. Sleep. it's not just I'm going to set of abs like, no it's not then I, had, I had abs but I, I, my health obviously wasn't good mentally no and I'm sure my, my physical health wasn't that good either compared to what it is now oh, so exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah, and I just wanted to say to people, when it comes to diets, like, you know, like we mentioned, the paleo diet there, you know, people label things, you know, like, so fasting, the keto diet, all these things, right? Bear in mind, right? Okay, out of all of them, I'm going to say, okay, fasting is, okay, I'm not going to call that a diet. That's definitely not a diet. That's something that's been around uh, for millennia, ancient, ancient times, okay? We've, the body is accustomed to fasting, right? We've had to fast for long periods, periods of, um, 
of scarcity in the past, right? Where we'd have no food. We would have to go without food, right? So, but I'm not going to go into it. We had an episode on this before. You might want to tune into that. Fasting has so many benefits, and I'm really passionate about it because it's changed the game for me with my relationship with food. But that's the bottom of the list. You need to focus on eating the right foods, right? And out of all these diets and stuff, right? Um, if you're going to follow one, let's just say, out of all, like, I, I'm going to say the paleo diet, right? Uh, the foundation of the paleo diet is pretty good, really. If you think about it, okay, lots of vegetables. Um, all the food is, is meant to be whole foods, right? Um, good quality meats and a little bit of fruit here and there. And it's, it's a very nutrient-dense, I'm going to say that word, I hate saying it, diet, right? It's a nutrient-dense way of eating, right, if you do it properly. But don't get dogmatic with it because the thing is, with nutrition and the fitness industry, people take shit, run with it, they get dogmatic with it, and then it's like, oh, like you just said then, Drew, oh, this is the diet that works. It's, the, it's like, no, no. The, the bottom line is you need to find balance. You need to look after your body and just try and eat right, you know, for the most part. That's, that's I mean, it's you always the same sort the, of shit, I'm telling everybody. It's <laughs> Picking the best from from all these different diets, right? Yeah, exactly. Is that whole natural food and paleo diet? Then keto, you might want to increase your fats for health reasons. Then mm. uh, for vegans, if if you're a vegan who eats a lot of vegetables, then I would I would definitely um, encourage anyone who's on a standard American or British diet to increase the vegetable intake and then just take the best bits from there and the best bits that work for you because we all are individuals. Definitely. So a paleo diet may work for this person. Yeah. When you try it, you may have issues. It may not be best for you. So okay. everyone is individual. Follow your own path and your own process, and you'll get there eventually. Awesome. Yeah, if you've got any questions uh, regarding uh, nutrition and stuff or any questions you want to ask us um, regarding what we've talked about or anything anything at all, Drew and I, you can just you can just uh, drop me a DM. Um, and Andrew's at uh, Instagram, at Mr. Bond Fitness, so drop him a message. Feel free to. Uh, or you can just drop me an email. My, my email address is linked to my Instagram. I think yours is as well, Drew, right? Is it linked to your Instagram? Yes, it's, it's simple enough. It's mrbonfitness at gmail.com. Sweet. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, so stay tuned and don't forget to give Andrew a follow, right? Because he's always putting good content out there. And I've got this webinar coming up as well where I'm, it's going to be a free webinar, so I'll keep, I'll keep you posted on that. And I also, as I forgot to mention, I've got, the, um, uh, I've got Lindy Cohen, a nutritionist, on the show next Friday. So that's going to be awesome. It's going to be some uh, some good some good advice going down there, and it should be uh, it should be a good fun one. So tune into that one next week, and thank you for listening. Nice one, Joe. I really appreciate it, bro. All right, thanks for that, mate. Thanks, buddy. Bye.